your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. Hey everyone, the topic of tonight, this one isn't a question, it's just something we're going to talk about, is uh, separation anxiety, also called Buddy Sour, but from for the purpose of the podcast, let's just call it a magnet, because the same thing is happening in every situation, so like, you know, Barn Sour and Buddy Sour, those are actually happening for the same reasons, and we're just going to call any kind of draw that is on the horse we're going to call it a magnet okay now it's kind of interesting that magnets are one of the biggest things people struggle with but they're actually one of the quickest and easiest to fix sort of and there's kind of two sides to fixing magnets and we're going to get into that uh there was one other thing i wanted to say about magnets oh it's okay it'll come back to me so Oh, right. So they're uh, magnets, you know, no matter what's causing it, the magnet is all stemming from the same place. And good words to use when you think about why is a horse getting a magnet? The, the biggest one is lacking confidence, right? So like if a homeschooled kid was uh, like this, or I mean, this like overly sheltered homeschool kid who never was able to learn how to do things by himself, didn't have a lot of confidence. Well, he would he would not even be comfortable going in the store and buying milk unless his mom or somebody else was with him versus another kid who kind of grew up like that and he was all good with it because he had that, that more confidence. Okay, so uh, another way to say, another another word for confidence is sureness, right? So the more sure you can get a horse of all of these things uh, being saddled, being caught, backing up, side passing, stopping, all that. The more sure you get them, the more confident they get. And it's actually confidence or lack thereof that is the base root of pretty much any kind of weirdness or problems that people would have with a horse. So that's why, for those of you that maybe are members or uh, know about the Buckaroo Crew, which is an online website where we have a virtual clinic and a bunch of videos and things like that. But we're always referring people to the virtual clinic footage. And the reason we do that is because, I mean, every video on the website does this, but the virtual clinic kind of condenses it down all into like a three-hour video. But the reason we refer to that is because Throughout that entire virtual clinic, what we are trying to do is get the human better at communicating their ideas to the horse and getting him to do it in a way that he likes it, he understands it, and he does it with no ill will without feeling like he was forced into it, any of that. So all of those things are how you build confidence. So you will, you know, at at first initial thought, you would think, well, how do I fix Buddy Sour? Well, a little bit of it is you get him better at trailer loading, or we could say get him better at handling his feet, 
we could say get him to where he stands still to be mounted. Okay, so let's just take that one for example. If the human can be capable of communicating to that horse, hey, you need to stand still to be mounted, it's not teaching the horse to stand still that makes him more confident. It's the fact that the human was able to communicate that to that horse. So when the human is able to communicate that to the horse, and, you know, especially if they do it very well, what that is actually doing is getting that self-preservation instinct in that horse, which causes magnets, right? It's, uh, it's getting that instinct to kind of let down and relax and allow that horse to give himself up to you mentally and physically. So, uh, you know, the reason a horse gets a magnet is because he's not comfortable in his current state, mentally and or physically. And his instincts are telling them, and they're, you know, they're probably right. Hey, if you, if you just get back to the barn or, you know, life will get easy. They'll stop hanging on your face. They'll, they'll get off of you, which if you're a bad rider, you know, you, you know, if you're a bad rider, any horse would not want you riding them. Uh, and see, all of that stuff adds up. Like, if that horse, even if you're, even if you're not really asking him to do much, the few things that you are asking him to do, if you're hanging on him or your timing's off and you're just, you know, not a good communicator, not a good rider, well, after a few years of that, that horse is going to start not enjoying being with you mentally and or physically. And that's why you hear stories of everything was fine and then all of a sudden, where really, if everything was fine, there cannot be an all of a sudden, right? So see, it had been building for three years of bad riding, and it finally just caused that horse to buck, bolt, be buddy, sour, rare, bite, nip, kick, whatever you want to label. It caused it to finally uh, boil up enough to where it came to the surface, and the horse started thinking, well... I really don't know what I need to do here because my human is a bad communicator. I guess I'll just do this. And then the human doesn't really find a way to communicate to him. To They, they don't know how to give him anything better to do. So that's a perfect example of how buddy sour, rearing, bolting, bucking, kicking, any of that starts. And, well, it started a long time ago, but it, it starts showing up after enough time and enough bad communication, bad timing, etc., etc. So, with all of that being said, there's kind of two ways you fix magnets. The the simple easy one that'll kind of pretty much fix it in 30 minutes or a few sessions depending on how good you are at it is where you just work them really hard around where they think they want to be. Now, there's a couple things where people normally don't quite get don't quite get it as good as it needs to be. Probably the most common one is they are they're too hesitant to really get that horse hustling, really get his feet moving, and you know make it clearly more difficult to be by the gate than over on the other end of the arena. So, uh, if you're if you're not real black and white about that it will uh it might take quite a while so right when somebody writes in and they say hey i've watched the curing buddy sour video 
and I've been working on it for a couple weeks now, and I'm noticing some differences, but nothing like you did with that one horse in the video, which the horse in the video is like really buddy sour. And right when they say I've been working on it a couple weeks and it's not completely resolved, we immediately know that they're probably just not making it difficult enough to be around the buddy, so it's not as clear. Versus if you go in and look at the video, like I'm really making that horse hustle his feet uh, when he gets around his his buddy or, the, you know, whatever's causing the magnet. Now, another thing will, that people will do is they'll they'll get it to where he'll kind of stop wanting to go over there. But, or at least he's not really fighting them anymore on it. But if they were to drop the reins and cross their arms and say, go where you want, instead of that horse just going any random place, he would still, if completely left to him, go over there towards the magnet. So, you know, they kind of got it halfway. What we tell people is, you know you've got it pretty much done when you can point your horse right at that magnet from, I don't know, call it 100 feet away, and then get him walking, and you can drop your reins and cross your arms, and before that horse gets within 20 or 30 feet of that magnet, with a totally loose rein all on his own, he will turn and go any random direction except for where that magnet used to be. That's how you know you've kind of gotten the point across to him. Then people ask, how often do you need to repeat this? Generally, if you're good at it, maybe once or twice, and then he figures out real quick, oh, this is a this is a hard area. This is where I'm going to have to work if I go over here. So see, you actually make it the horse's idea to want to leave the magnet area. And a lot of people try to try to help him too much like you you want to get it to where you you almost kind of have to well actually you have to tell them to go over there in order for them to do so and then uh they'll figure it out pretty quick that that's going to be the story and it's like same old movie every time they it, you know if they did get a little bit of a magnet you would say okay let's go over here where you think you want to be and you'd work him hard and then he'd go oh okay i get it i get it and see once he's familiar with with that deal it uh even if he comes up with a new magnet it won't take long at all and he'll quickly figure out oh, okay this is a magnet area stay away from there okay now that's that's only half of it technically that should only be maybe 10 percent of it. and if we're really good we never even have to convince our horse that he doesn't want to be by that magnet because remember what we said earlier the reason a horse gets a magnet is because he's not comfortable where he's currently at mentally and or physically then we talked about how the better you get at communicating uh the better the horse uh the the more the self-preservation lets down and allows that horse to feel comfortable mentally and physically when he's just out there with you and it's just you and him right so it sounds a little corny but a way of thinking of it is the the comfort and security that horse gets from going over to his other horse you want to become the type of person that can give him that same comfort and security because you're on his back and you're just as good at 
uh, communicating with him as that buddy would be. See, so we have to become better communicators in order to counter that self-preservation instinct and allow that instinct to let down. That's kind of, if we get into the deeper aspects, that's what you're having to do. And you'll always notice the better somebody rides and communicates and just all of that, the less magnet problems that they will have. The really bad riders will always have really severe magnets. And, um, you know, just, just a quick example, let's say, let's say we're out trail riding, but the whole time we're trail riding, uh, I've got some tension on the reins and let's say, even though he's walking, I'm still, uh, kicking a whole bunch or when I ask him to go, when he finally does go, I keep kicking or I kick even harder, uh, you know, anything like that. Okay. Well, Imagine two or three years of that, even though that's really not that big of a deal. After a point, that horse will start to say, well, I really cannot get any true total release when we go out on these trail rides. But I've noticed that when I get back to the trailer, I get release. So obviously, what do you think he's going to start trying to do? Right. And there you go. There's how your magnets are created. So a better way to fix magnets is to become the kind of person that does not create them. And, you know, also it's good to have in your tool bag to where you're the kind of person that can fix it. If a magnet does show up and, you know, anytime you feel any kind of magnet, this is where you need to forget about what you think you want and do what the horse is telling you he needs, right? So let's say you're trying to work on side passing and you notice he's got a little bit of a magnet out in front of him at the gate or buddy, something like that. The thing to do there is to immediately abort your side pass mission and take him over to where he thinks he wants to be, show him that that's no good, take him back, go for side pass again. Now, if you're a good rider, you will be making it easy for him to do side pass. And then if he says, oh, I think I like the gate better, you'll say, okay, let's go over here. Now, if you're a bad rider and you're making side passing just as difficult and confusing as everything else you do, well, then he'll be, he'll be like, man, it's difficult to be over here and try to learn how to side pass. And it's also difficult to go over here to the gate. Then he'll kind of start saying, well, maybe, okay, what else can I do for relief? Maybe I should rare, maybe I should just buck, uh, let me try bolting. So that's, I mean, we're, we're exaggerating a little bit, but that's, that's how all of that stuff gets started. Lack of communication means lack of confidence. Lack of confidence means problems with your horse. Uh, and I think that just about covers it. Now the, uh, you guys that are listening, if you don't know about the Buckaroo crew, it's buckaroocrew.com and the video that I was mentioning earlier, it's on there. If uh, once you get in there, if you just click in the top right search bar, Buddy Sour, it will pull up uh, all of our Buddy Sour videos. We even have a couple that show you how to start curing it from the ground. Or I keep saying Buddy Sour, but just magnets, right? Uh, now in the there's one I think it's just called Curing Buddy Sour. We should have renamed it Curing Magnets, but anyways, uh, 
in that particular video the magnet is another horse and you can go in there and you can see me doing work hard by the horse no pressure at all when you try to leave the horse and you'll see it's maybe I don't know 20-25 minute video you'll see by the end of that video I can drop the reins and he won't want to go over there by the by the buddy anymore and you know a lot of times people will let's say the horse wants to, is drawn to something that's on his left and you're trying to side pass to the right this is just an example okay well some of the reason your side pass might be kind of difficult is because he's not mentally neutral so he's not really open to suggestion and he's not really ready to learn because 90% of his brain is thinking about getting over there to that gate or, you know, the bar, whatever it may be. So one of the first things that you want to have before trying to teach or progress your horse in any kind of way is make sure he's completely neutral, meaning he's totally open to suggestion where he's not having any thoughts or ideas of his own. Uh, another example, let's say you're trying to do circles, whether you're walk, trot, lope, or whatever. Okay, well, if he's really drawn to the gate that's on his right, every time you come around there on your left circle, when when he's kind of on the part of the circle that's close to the magnet, he's going to drift out and overbend, and, you'll, and he'll kind of fall onto your right leg, and you might have him bent looking to the left, but the feet won't be following his nose around. They'll be drifting to the right. So you think, okay, well, maybe I need to switch bits. I need a bigger spur. Well, no, you need to realize the root of the problem is that he's not neutral. So you get him neutral, and then just like that, he's doing even circles instead of oblong oval-shaped circles or whatever. So that's just a excuse me, that's just a couple examples. So uh, think about all that stuff and try to feel for magnets in your horse. And if, if he's kind of saying, hey, I think I want to be over here, say, all right, let's go over there and let him realize, and it needs to be his decision when he does decide to leave, let him realize he doesn't really want to be there. Then you would continue also working on yourself to get him to where you're not having to work him here and rest him there to convince him he doesn't need to be over there by the barn or the buddy. You're going to keep working on yourself and get it to where you can fix magnet issues because you're able to give him the same comfortable, uh, your, uh, the same comfort and security that he gets from the barn or the other horse. And that is the real way that you fix Buddy Sour. The thing where you work them by the magnet, that's just to kind of give you a head start. But ideally, we get to where we don't even need to do that. All right, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to the Carson James Podcast. Real, simple horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 